It's the one and only David Spoon Experience on K-Praise, 1210 AM, KPRZ. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us here at KPRZ, 1210 AM in San Diego, California. Quick reminder, you want to reach the show, David Spoon at KPRZ.com. The weather outside is fantastic. The traffic's not bad. There's no complaining yet. Wait another hour and a half. We'll go from there. In the studio with, that was fast. In the studio with us, Steve Wheeler. Whitefields Ministries. You know, they used to call it Whitefields, and then that he'd stop. Yeah, I'm with Whitefields. I, Whitefields what? And so it's like, oh, Whitefields Ministries. Oh, I get it. Whitefields.org. You've heard me talk about it all the time. It's one of the ministries that we strongly support. We believe that this ministry, as well as other missionary-minded ministries, are on track advancing the kingdom of God by proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Welcome to the show, Steve. Hey, great to be back with you and love that last DDD as well because, hey, I'm sitting here thinking that's what I get to be a part of is taking back the kingdom. Uh, When you share the gospel with somebody that has never heard of Jesus Christ, especially some of the places where our churches, the the churches we're starting are at, these are places where people are poor, there's there's no water for them. There's there's places where the majority religion persecutes them. And the Christian believers that we're helping, praying for, and supporting, they're sharing the love of Jesus Christ. People believe in Jesus Christ, become a, a, a disciple of his, and they're saying no to Satan. We're yeah. turning away from you. Very cool. Uh, let's just make sure people have contact points as we're talking about this. Whitefields.org. Let's see that. Whitefields.org. Pretty sure that's from the Gospel of John. Look at the fields. They are white. That's like, there it is, folks. Time to go to it. Time to get to it and get active in it. Whitefields.org. Their phone number is 760-846-8610. That's 760-846-8610. What? Is the latest that's taking place? What? What are that? I mean, you guys are <laughs> so much stuff. I don't know. You got to. You got to just pick the the, the top because that, I, I can't it's, go over it's hard to it's hard to narrow it down for uh, fifteen twenty minutes here on the radio. Man, there's so much going on around the world. We are hearing daily in our news about refugees right now. Mm-hmm. People are hearing about that bad news. It's horrible. Uh, the things are, but that has been going on for a couple of years. Our pastors in the Middle East have been involved with that for a couple of years now. So if people were looking at our uh, our website at whitefields.org, they could go to the prayer reports there. And we just uploaded new prayer reports. There's a brand new post right on the front page about prayer and how the impact of people's prayer really makes a difference. The pastors, the first thing they tell me when I go visit them in the field, thank the prayer partners. We're seeing so many answers to prayer. And so that is really an important part of what's going on. One of our churches over in the Middle East, and that is a very dangerous place to be a Christian and to be bold and courageous about being a Christian. One of our churches has been involved with ministering to the refugees, and it's there's even more of them pouring out of there now. But those children of the families of these refugees that get to new places, Arab countries, other places, they don't have birth certificates. They don't have identification. They're not allowed in school. And the new country doesn't like them. They don't want them there. Well, the Christians and the Christians in our churches step out and they begin to minister to them. Wow. Uh, so I was just reading today on one of our, our prayer reports about the testimony of one of those people that came became a Christian two years ago and the development and transformation in their life. They they revert converted from the majority religion 
They were persecuted for it. But our prayer partners have been praying for them. They've come through that in two years. And the pastor writes about just how wonderful it is, their growth. And uh, one of the churches actually went and, and rented. Now, this is a church that's just growing. They've just started there. They're just a year and a half old. They went out and decided to rent a building so that they could use it to do a school. And they went out and started looking for Christian teachers that would come and help and volunteer to teach children that are the children of refugee families that are not allowed in the school system and the public schools in their place, but they want these children to be able to be educated. So that's part of the ministries that, that a church, a brand new church in a very hard place begins to do. And they're, they're, they're reaching out to those children that way. It, it's amazing that actually if somebody had been following with you or tracking just with the, like Whitefields Ministries mm-hmm. and had been going to whitefields.org and reading some of the prayer, prayer requests and updates and reports and things of that nature, they would know probably even more so before the news when the news all of a sudden, hey, it's a revelation. There's things going on and people need help. It's like for years. Surprise, right? surprise. There's <laughs> been a civil war going on for quite a number of years. They'd kind of be ahead of the curve or ahead of the wave. Uh, because they would already be reading firsthand testimonies of our pastors that are in these places doing that. Now, here's the exciting part is I, I, I love to, to be able to share what has happened to one of our churches. We started supporting Pastor Musa in the Middle East January of 2011. So that's four and a half years ago. Read his report today. Now, this is the exciting thing. When they started, there were no Christians. There were very few believers that were part of that initial nucleus of people. And we've been praying for them for four and a half years. Some of the people that so-and-so, Muhammad so-and-so, gets received Christ, became a believer. His father's kicked him out of the house. Or he's his, uh, another one, the the um, the the father of the wife came and took his daughter back. I'm not going to let her be married to you if you're going to become a Christian. All kinds of things like that. And they've been praying for those. We've read the report. They had their quarterly kind of meeting of their church. They had 10 families that are becoming now. They've been discipled. Some of them have been believers for four years. They are becoming the leaders of the church. And Pastor Musa said, I was able to give them a list of things that I've been doing, and I'm not going to do these things anymore. And and many of them said, I can do that. I've seen you do it. I can help. And they're now taking on those those positions in the church. So we kind of feel like that's kind of like becoming a papa now, because you're kind of seeing, oh, you're growing up, you're walking, you're you're starting to do things. And and even our missionary there, uh, Greg, that kind of oversees that that work. And that's an important part of Whitefields as well. We don't we don't have guys that are just out there on their own. They're a part of a network. We have overseers in that that country that know them personally, that have maybe been involved either in their seminary training or else in discipling them, and they recommend them to us uh, to become a, a church planner, a pastor. And so uh, Greg was mentioning to me, it's exciting to watch the new guys that just got started this year and how excited they are about certain things. It's exciting to watch um, Pastor Musa, Pastor Maher, two of the pastors that are ahead of that and in their fourth year, fifth year now. And he says, they're starting to do very different things. It's wow. exciting. You know, if you think about that, it's, it's almost like you, you can see it as the organic growth in the church where there's the discipleship that's taking place and then kind of a multipli- multiplication taking place and then a delegation of authority. And as the different pastor moves into different 
territories, different realms, the people who are assuming some of those other responsibilities then fan it out. And then instead of having one guy do it, now you're going to have 10 families helping do what he was doing, and that's just this multiplication process. We, we call it like the ripples. Uh, you throw a rock in the water and those ripples go yeah. out. And that's why we really believe that starting a local church creates that kind of a, a, an environment where all kinds of ministry can take place, ministry to children, ministry to, uh, to uh, widows, ministry to single moms, ministry to, to families that are in, in terrible situations and they need counsel. And all of those kinds of ministries come out of that new church. That's very cool. It's just it's, cool because it's the, what it is ultimately is the advancement of the gospel. And if you're a person that ever listens to this show, there's a, just a couple of key points that I really get, you know, like, okay, this is important. And advancing the gospel advancing the kingdom of God by proclaiming the gospel. That's you just that's at the core. Everything else that we're doing, you know, the even the sanctification process, which is hugely important, making us look like Jesus. Yeah. All the way up until the very last person, whoever that is, goes, Yes. Right. And then something else they, happens. They believe in the Lord. <laughs> and then that's it. It's and like, in the meantime <laughs> and in the meantime, we want to make sure that the new believers, the ones that do believe in Jesus, are discipled. They're taught. And oftentimes, especially in the Middle East, they have family situations where there's an abusive husband that right. the wife becomes a Christian and suddenly they just become violent. Uh, or the opposite, where a young man became a Christian and the, the family and the in-laws came and took the wife back and wow. we're not going to let you be around the children. They need support and encouragement. So that's a very important part yeah. of that ministry. Huge, huge. Whitefields. Dot org. That's the website, whitefields.org. You know what? We'll talk about the praying and the giving part in the next segment, but here's what I want you to remember, whitefields.org, 760-846-8610. Going to take a break, come back more with Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KPRZ, 1210 AM in San Diego, California. Don't go anywhere. It lets me remember that God is always on my side. $25 provides this hope for our heroes. Visit MilitaryBibleStick.com or call 800-800-2555. Be the one who reminds her, with God, she is never alone, and we have not forgotten her. MilitaryBibleStick.com The David Spoon Experience continues on K-Praise, 1210 AM, KPRZ. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us here at KPRZ, 1210 AM in San Diego, California. Quick reminder, you want to reach the show, David Spoon at KPRZ.com. Let me tell you about the KPRZ mobile app. If you didn't know, we have a free app for KPRZ 1210 AM. You can go to your like Google store. Your If you have a Yiddish store that you go to, it would be a Kugel app, not a Google. See, you can do anything you want. doesn't matter. Here's the key. If you download the KPRZ 1210 AM app, you will have an opportunity to press a button, and you will be entered into a contest. Are you thinking, oh, well, yeah, so? It's a $100 gift certificate to Vigiluce's Italian Restaurante. Say that again, Dave. Vigiluce's. Do you like that? It's like That's a Jewish a spicy guy doing meatball. Yeah, it's a spicy meatball. It's a Vigiluce. It's a Jewish guy doing Italian. What do you want? I'm doing the best I can. 
Vigilucci's Italian restaurant, a hundred dollar gift certificate. You put it in there. Now the app is really easy, super interactive, super simple, and you can win a hundred dollar gift certificate to an Italian restaurant. I don't know about you, but the last time I went to an Italian restaurant, somebody, somebody said, "Here's a hundred dollars. Get what you want." Like, yeah, I'm I'm for it. So I just want to say yes and yes and amen. How about and that? take us? Yeah, <laughs> take us. Hey, that's good. Yeah, we can't win that contest. No, we, we can't, work. but they can still take us. That's right. Vigiluce's Italian Restaurante. A $100 gift certificate. Download the KPRZ 1210 AM app for free. And there's so much more stuff on there. You won't believe it. We're going to have a scratch, the scratch contest thing. That's cool. We do On your phone, you move your hand back and forth, like, and it scratches and reveals the winners. Oh, that's just cool stuff. All right, so we're hanging out with Steve Wheeler. Why? Because we love Steve Wheeler, because what Steve does is what we want to all be connected to. And that's something we're going to talk about this. I meant through prayer and through donation and through process of serving and support. Because Whitefields Ministries, which you can reach at whitefields.org, is enabling people in languages, cultures, and villages to have a pastor who's one of them be supported amongst them and be able to proclaim the gospel and advance the cause of Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God in these different villages. And when we're talking about different places, you're not talking about, oh, it's Vista, and then it's like Vista next to San Marcos, and you know San Marcos next to Escondido. It's like, that eh, is not exactly how the, the lay of the land is, yeah, is it, could, Steve? It could, could be an hour on the road, on a dirt road, or uh, uh, once you get to the end of the road, they get out and they go, Okay, we just go up that way for a while, and you walk on the two little tire ruts for a while, or the, or, and then you you get out and you ford a river, and then they go, here's the village, and uh, so, so there are people that live out in these places, and and a crucial thing that you mentioned there is that the pastors that we're supporting are of the people, they are the people, they live like the people. So if the people live in in uh, bamboo huts, the pastors live in bamboo huts. They cook like the people. They 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 make their living kind of a subsistence farming with the people. The the financial support that we give them doesn't rise them above the people. It actually allows them to be able to work full time at the gospel and preaching and teaching. And that's what we found is effective. Uh, you know, I was mentioning in the last segment, uh, Pastor uh, Musa, when we started him in January of 2011, we gave him $1,000 a month. That, that's what was needed in that area of the, the country that he was living in, in order to sustain his family. And, and that's what we gave him. And then as he began to have new believers over the course of that first year, they began to gather together and worship. And they begin to do what Christian churches do and Christian believers do. They want to participate in the ministry, and they do so out of their offerings. And I've, I've seen even very poor people bring an offering that maybe is a few chickens. It's, they have some extras or a turkey. Or uh, they give the pastor a little pig because they had some piglets born, and the pastor goes, that's a very good offering, like getting a pig, because uh, it's going to grow up, it's going to have piglets, and then we're going to have a good ham dinner. Um, so, you know, it's like I'm thinking, man, I don't know any pastors in America that would work that hard with their offering. But they live among the people like the people, and that is the kind of pastors that we're supporting. So it's an exciting part of that, living among them and being a part of them. Yeah, I think that's really good clarification. You have, I have talked for a, a long time. We've done mm-hmm. a lot of interviews. But it's really important to understand that the people who are ministering are people of the people. Right. And it's understand it's not a sec, it's not a, a, a sec, separate class 
and this higher class, they are the people of the people pro- proclaiming the gospel, much like as Jesus sent us out, we are just people amongst the people. And then these folks, they're they're capturing something that it's a little a little lost in some of the maybe more affluent countries mm. because their well their level of sacrifice and their willingness to sacrifice reflects more of the the woman who put in the two coins right than and ours maybe it reflects a little bit more of the eh, this is what I got left <laughs> over and this is what I'm going to give they're into that sacrifice mode and it's fantastic because it's the core and the sincerity of the gospel here's the thing you can give. To Whitefields Ministries by going to whitefields.org. And if you think, oh, okay, well, I'll give them 10 bucks. Great. That's super. Amen. And maybe you'll give uh, $50. Great. That, that's cool too. $100. That's great. Maybe you're thinking, I'm going to give them 1000 bucks. Great. Because every penny, virtually every penny, because let me tell you, I know Steve, he, he's not riding high in some kind of, you know, his word processor is a pencil. So, so understand what we're talking about here. When that money comes in, it goes to ministry. To help the people. And so if you decide to give, give that way. You go to whitefields.org or you can call them, right? You can call you yes. 760. 760-846-8610. You'll get the accounting department. Talk to Amy Amy or Amber or Brenda. Uh, they'll be there and uh, they take care of all that. It, it's it's a great way to connect. It's a great way to be involved in, in action. It's, it's one thing to have sympathy for people that are struggling and and I see them all the time when I'm in those countries. And I realize there's no way that I can take care of all of the needs of the poor people in other countries. But when I see that, when I get into a village like that, and I see what has happened because there's a ministry of a church, and I meet the family of the pastor, and I see how they're being a testimony and ministering and caring for the people there, I realize that over the course of 52 weeks a year, he's there, they're there ministering, they're making an impact. They're touching them in ways that I could not do if I just showed up and said, hi, we've got some relief for you all. It's a very different thing to see these pastors. Cool. See these pastors, train the people. Now that you've become a believer, you need to get sober. You need to start working with your hands. You need to start feeding your family. And all of that kind of rises up into dignity as those people begin to say, yes, I do need to do that. And they start doing that. And then they become an example to somebody else in in the church or in the community. And I was just talking with one of our pastors and I said, hey, I've got a group of people. They want to come do some project. And he said, you know, would they be willing to help a widow lady in our community? Nobody else likes her. None of the other people in the town like her. But we're trying to do something, maybe like build her a house that's got a tin roof on it. And they said, you know what the testimony that will be for our church to show that this lady that sort of everybody looks at and says, oh, she's just a crazy woman. We minister her to, to her that way. And, and so the churches are there doing that. And people in their community see that guy that used to be the drunkard over there. One of our churches, I've never told this story. I didn't know you when this happened. One of the drunkards in town received Christ. And he decided, I need to get sober. That was the first thing that changed in his life. Jesus Christ comes in his life. He gets sober. He goes to the pastor and he says, I need to work. This is what the pastor tells me. He goes, he just showed up. He goes, I need to work. I need to do work. He just knew. All of a sudden he knew, I need to do work. The pastor said, well, we have this little community garden out there. You can go work in that. 
So the man just went out. Now, he still looked like the drunkard because he was still wearing the raggy clothes and stuff like that. But he went and started working in the in the community garden. And then one day the pastor says, he takes up some of the fruits and vegetables that had been harvested. He says, pastor, are these mine? He goes, yes. And the guy went and delivered them to neighbors and people and said, I have a gift for you. And they were like, wait, you were the drunkard. You're the crazy guy. Here's and they were like, what's happened to you? He goes, I've become a Christian. Uh, the pastor said we had like four families that came and visited our church. That's, that's what happens. That's the power of the gospel and the spread of the gospel and the impact of the gospel on people's lives. Whitefields.org. Yeah, that's the website. By the way, if you are unable to give, you can pray. If you can't give $60, you can give 60 seconds in prayer. That Amen. we're confident of. Whitefields.org. Another fantastic job, Sir Steve. Thank you. Good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KPRZ, 1210 AM in San Diego, California. Taking a short break, and then we're coming back. Don't go anywhere. Local, national, and heavenly talk. This is the David Spoon Experience on Cape Rays, 1210 AM, KPRZ.